Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Monday, August 1st, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We appreciate you guys joining us here. Thank you for sharing it with your family, friends, coworkers, and associates. The call grows more and more every single week and every single day, so that lets us know uh, that you guys are out there really spreading spreading the news, and we appreciate it. Uh, we ask that throughout the call, post your notes on social media, use the hashtag WhenDreamsCollide so everyone can see it uh, as well. And then if you ever miss a call, don't worry, you can go to our website, which is www.WhenDreamsCollide.com. That's WhenDreamsCollide.com. On the home page, at the bottom of the page, you'll see all of the calls archived there, all the calls we've done since we launched August 3rd, 2015. And so you can go there uh, and check it out and be and get plugged in, you know, because you missed something, go back, listen to it, share it with somebody else uh, as well. Also, while you're on the homepage, be sure to subscribe to the mailing list there. Uh, become a VIP or Vision Impact Partner. Join the list. We've got some exciting things coming up we're going to be sharing with you guys uh, via that platform there. And then, ladies, head on over to the Straight Talk Woman Talk tab on the website, or you can just go to straighttalkwomantalk.com. Tonight, we're continuing our special features. You don't want to miss it. Uh, we'll have our Kingdom Ambassador System, Ms. Larissa Barclay. She was with us in Atlanta at the Impart session. She'll be leading the call on tonight, sharing her testimony, which is absolutely powerful. You don't want to miss this. So head on over to straighttalkwomantalk.com. Same telephone number tonight at 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, so dial in tonight at 8. Same phone number that you dialed in this morning, okay, uh, but different PIN code which is 845-165. So the PIN is 845-165. And that's at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, okay? So uh, join us then, and then join us every other Monday as well. We've got a powerful lineup for this month. You don't want to miss it, okay? You want to definitely stay connected to the platform. It's a kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth with no judgment. Some incredible women come together. Uh, with some powerful testimonies there to really break change, uplift, and inspire. So straighttalkwomantalk.com. Also, join us on the 13th of this month uh, in Houston, Texas, for the Straight Talk Woman Talk Impart session. Okay, so Saturday, August 13th, we'll be coming together. Myself, Minister Keisha Wilson, Minister Tony Senegal are all coming together on the 13th for that. It's going to be a powerful move of God, so you don't want to miss that. Head on over to Straight Talk Woman Talk. Dot com to secure your seat. Uh, and then for those of you who are entrepreneurs, you're working, you're building, you're doing what you got to do every single day to provide for your family, you want to head on over to builditforyourlastname.com. That's builditforyourlastname.com or Biffin, <laughs> B-I-F-Y-L-N.com. You can head on over there. Check it out. The vision is powerful. You know, my husband and I strongly believe that an inheritance is what you leave for someone, but a legacy is what you leave in them. And it's time to stop hustling for your first name and begin building something of significance for your family's last name. You can't, if you can't will it to your family, then it's time for you to do something else. Whatever it is that you're doing, if you can't leave it in the will, then it's time for you to find something else to do. Because you want to make sure that what you leave your family is greater than what they had when you were here. Don't just leave memories. 
Don't just leave debt and things of that nature. Leave something of substance and significance for them. And that's our vision with Project Build It For Your Last Name. So builditforyourlastname.com. Check out the gear. We got the shirts. We got the hats. We ship our orders every single day. So you place your order in the morning. You can be part of today's shipment. When you get your order, be sure you post it. Uh, you and your shirt and in your hat on social media. Use the hashtag build it for your last last name or Bifflin, <laughs> and we'll be able to see it there and continue to share it with everybody else. Okay, awesome. Let's get the call started on this morning. If you're driving, be safe. Get out your earpiece so you're not attempting to do multiple things at once. We want you to be safe. Um, if you are stationary, get out your pen and your paper. Remember, post your notes on social media. Tag us in it. Use the hashtag when dreams collide, whatever notes, whatever nuggets, whatever quotes and things you hear that inspire you, share it on social media and tag us in it there as well. All right, honey, you ready to rock and roll? Come on to the line and say good morning to our VIP. Oh, most certainly good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, V. I, peace. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, did you hear me this morning? I said I am excited about your future. That's why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. I didn't get the memo. I didn't get the memo. You know, when I used to work a job, working for a small company, I can't tell you the name of it, but its initials were AT&T, we used to get these memorandums all of the time as managers. They would email these memorandums early, sometimes in the morning, and then sometimes late at night it was to bring us up to speed or give us an address or break some news to us about some systems, some procedures, some operations, something that was going to be taking place the day before, or the, I mean the day after or the week after or the month after. It was a prerequisite or a pre-warning of what was to come. And they would send out these memos. They will send out these memorandums. And oftentimes, more than not, I would never check my email. <laughs> I would never check my email because I was so focused, so inundated on production. I was so focused on producing results. I had a team of about 60 people on my staff, and we would be so focused on where we were going and what we were going to produce and what we were going to do that I would very seldomly, if ever, check the email. And i never forget my boss, who was uh, an incredible young lady at the time, and she would come to me because I had risen through the ranks of being promoted. I started off as a telemarketer over the phone making uh, outbound sales calls, and I would make these calls, about 200-plus calls per day. And Because of my uh, focus and my determination and my, my wit and my energy and my will, uh, I was able to be promoted. Uh, write this down. Time will either promote you or expose you. Time will either promote you or expose you. And I got promoted, and I was able to. Take, take what I had done, take what I had done and start to reproduce it into others because that's what success is. Success without a successor is failure. Write that down. Success without successors is failure. And I would reproduce it. And she would come to me throughout the day, Jared, did you get the memo? Did you get the memo? And I would always say, no, I, 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 didn't, get the, I didn't get the memo. And this morning, 
I want to say to you, I didn't, I didn't get the memo. Some of you, you've been given the memo that your past is supposed to pollute your present and bleed into your future. Some of you, you've been, you've been given the memo that because you come from the wrong sides of the track, you cannot succeed. Some of you, you've been given the memo. There's been a, a memo, a memorandum that has been emailed and laid right there on your desk saying this is where it ends for you. You do not come out of this alive. This is where all things fall out of place for you. This is, this is where you die. So, some of you, you've been sent out a, a memo that this is where you go bankrupt. This is where the bills don't get paid. This is where you stay single for the rest of your life. There's nobody out there for you. And, and I want you to tell them I, I didn't get the memo. You got to have the faith and ignorance of a bumblebee. You see, the way a bumblebee is designed, shaped, and created, aerodynamics says the, a bumblebee is too big and his wings are too small for it to fly. It is aerodynamically impossible. When you look at the contouring, when you look at the texture, when you look at the shape, the size of how it's dynamically built, it is impossible for a bumblebee to fly. But here's the challenge. The bumblebee says, I didn't get the memo. I didn't get the memo that it's supposed to be impossible for me to fly. I didn't get the memo that it's impossible for, impossible for me to be a multimillionaire with a Ph.D., a public high school diploma. I, I didn't get the memo that it was not possible for me to change my family's life. I, I didn't get the memo. I didn't get the memo. I didn't, I didn't bother. I didn't bother to read it. I didn't get the memo. It's no, so different than the young lad that was the, uh, that, that was the bugle boy, the young bugle boy that, that was the bugle boy for Alexander the Great. You know, Alexander the Great, we all hear about the story of Alexander the Great, or you've at least heard the name, because when you do something of significance, when you become a champion, it demands attention and commands respect. But, but the bugle boy used to stand on the side of Alexander the Great doing battles. And his job was to execute what Alexander the Great told him to execute. Alexander the Great told the bugle boy, listen, bugle boy, we're losing this battle. We're losing this war. I need you to blow the sound of retreat so our men on the field can begin to run. I, I need you to blow the horn of retreat so our men on the field won't have to lose the lives. I, I don't want all these casualties. We are outmanned and we're being defeated. It's time to pull them off the field. And he was given that memo. Mm. He was given the memo to the bugle boy. Isn't it amazing how sometimes the greatest of us are still willing to succumb to defeat? Things that we've won, battles that we've won before, they come back again, and it causes you. It causes us sometimes to want to retreat. I, I've, I've beaten this before, but now I, I want to retreat. I've, I've won this battle before, but right now I want to retreat because what I look, what what it is that I'm looking at, does not look like I'm going to overcome it. So I've got to retreat, and that's what happens 
for the majority of people because you begin to look at things as they are and you cause yourself to retreat because doubt creates mountains and faith moves them. The bigger boy leans over to Alexander the Great after Alexander the Great now is telling him over and over, I need you to sound the alarm of retreat. I need you to blow the horn of retreat. And the bugle boy looks to him and says, uh, Mr. Alexander, when I discovered that I would be your bugle boy, when I discovered that the, I was going to be in your corner, on your side, after I had read all of the press clippings, after I had read all of the folk stories and folk tales of who you are and what you stand for and what you represent, what you've been able to do, the battles that you've won, the leadership that you, ex- that you exude. After I had come into the circumference of the text of who, what you've been able to provide and produce, I never bothered to learn how to sound the alarm for retreat. I never bothered to sign up for that class. I, I didn't learn how to blow that horn. I, I didn't take the lessons. I, I didn't think it was needed. I didn't think it was necessary because when I discovered who I would be working with, who I'd be connected to, who leadership I would follow, I didn't think and I didn't believe I would need it, so I never learned it. And, and with tears welling up in his eyes, Alexander the Great looks at the young bugle boy and says, you're right, because even the greatest of us need to be reminded of the greatness that's within us. Even the strongest of us sometimes need to be reminded of the strength that is within us. Even the smartest of us sometimes need to be reminded of how intelligent we are. No wonder Dr. Mike Murdoch says, go where you're celebrated and, and not where you're tolerated. You've got to get around people that celebrate the gift in you, that celebrate the strength in you and Alexander the Great says, well, bugle boy, if you cannot sound the alarm of retreat, I need you to blow the trumpet of victory. And the bugle boy picks up his trumpet that he had learned to play because he knew who was going to lead him. He picked up the trumpet and he started to blow the sounds of victory. And even those that were sitting on the field that had been losing at first, they started winning again. Because victory or defeat itself has a look, but victory has a sound. Did you hear me? Defeat may have a look, but victory has a sound. And he started blowing that trumpet. He started blowing that trumpet, and they heard the sound. Ah, they heard the sound of victory. They heard the sound of winning, and they began to win. That's why you can't let what you see interfere with what you've heard. I didn't get the memo. Fear is taught, ladies and gentlemen. It's taught. Second Timothy 1, 1 and 7 tells us, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. So fear is an emotion and a feeling that is taught. Growing up your whole life, watch out. Stay away from there. It's not safe. Now, obviously, our parents and loved ones who are just saying things like that to protect us, but when you don't know that something isn't good for you and someone 
uh, abrasively and abruptly interrupts what you're doing in order to tell you these things, then it ignites fear. You begin to get afraid to do certain things. Racism is taught. Stay with your own kind. Don't hang around those people. Those are taught things. Doubt is taught. You can't do it. You don't have the money. You don't have the credentials. You ain't got the connections. Can't do that. You see, all those things are taught. Those Every negative word and act that is done and spoken is a, is a memo that has been sent to you. Just, just, just to remind you, and you think about it, as you get ready to do things, all of those thoughts that you have subconsciously as you're thinking in, in, in your mind about what you gotta do, what it's gonna take to get it done, um, just, just imagine a room full of yellow post-it notes stuck everywhere, all around your living room, covering up your walls and your TV and your fridge and your, your island in your kitchen and in your restroom, in your garage, on the outside of your house. You gotta stick it notes everywhere. And those notes are memos telling you what you can and what you can't do. And if we're not careful, we can have a house literally that's full of negative memos, constantly reminding us of all of our shortcomings, all the things that we're not qualified to do, that man would say we're not qualified to do. And in some cases, yeah, maybe you don't have the money. <laughs> maybe you don't have the credentials. Yeah, maybe you don't have the connection. But that's where faith comes in, ladies and gentlemen. You don't focus on that memo. You focus on the memo that's in alignment with where it is that you're going. Faith comes by hearing and hearing, but so does fear and doubt. Why? Because words are spirit. Your words create your world. The more you hear a certain thing, the more you begin to believe it. And so for some people, you just got to draw the line in the sand and be like, I didn't get that memo. You know, even though you heard the person say you can't do it, you just got to tell yourself, no, I ain't get that memo. I'm going to do it anyway. You just got to make a decision to do it. And move forward regardless. Proverbs 4 and 25 says, let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Don't focus on the memos behind you of your past, the ones to the side of you, all the distracting ones. Just focus straight ahead on what God is calling you to do. There's plenty of doubt out there. There's plenty of negativity out there. Don't worry about it. You won't. There's going to be plenty along the way. You can ignore the ones for today. That's, that's the key. Make a, make a decision that today is going to be nothing but positive things. This is a day of positivity. No, no negative memos. No doubt memos. No fearful memos. Throw them all away. Burn them. Put them in the trash. Get rid of them. Get them, get them from in front of you. Get them out your life. At least for today. You can do anything for a day. And just bet on yourself once and for all. And say, so, you know what? I'm a, I'm a act as if these shortcomings don't exist. If they didn't exist, what would I be doing right now? Because you dream about that. You think, man, if I didn't have to worry about all this right here, I can get so much done. You tell yourself that. You have those conversations. Okay, well, let's act like they already taken care of them. How would you act if it was already resolved? If the, if the debt was already cleared? Um, if the healing was already taking place, if the restoration in the relationship was was already manifested, how would you act if those things were already accomplished and completed? If you never got the memo that it was impossible, if you never got the memo 
that you were not good enough, what would you do? That's why I love little kids. They are literally fearless. <laughs> you know, they will attempt anything. You know, they would jump from the second floor to the living room if they could, you know, because unless there's an adult to tell them no and that they can't do something, they would attempt anything. Kids just have the most vivid and bold imagination. They, they, they remind you to dream again. They, they remind you to forget all the doubts because obviously they're, 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 they're ignorance on fire. They don't know what they don't know. But they think they know everything. <laughs> I know our daughter does. Boy, she swears she knows everything. And so as a result, she attempts everything, which is good when it's all good things. <laughs> We're like, go, girl, you can do it. You know, nothing can stop you. But you, you got to have that mentality as a child that I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to dream again, dream big again, and go out there and get it done. Burn all of the negative memos that tell you that you can't. And just focus on the ones that tell you that you can. Make today your day to be nothing but positive. Live your life today as if everything was already taken care of. If every debt was cleared, the doubt wasn't there, the fear wasn't there, whatever restriction you've been facing, if it wasn't there, what would you do today to succeed? Honey, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> it, it was, listen to me, return to sender. Yeah, if it doesn't uplift me, if it doesn't empower me, if it doesn't inspire me, I didn't get the memo. If it didn't tell me about the possibilities, if it doesn't paint the portrait of possibilities for my future, if it doesn't write on the canvas of my imagination what is to come, the instant preview of life's coming attractions, I didn't get the memo, if it tells me about my past more than it does my future, if it, if it gives me more of my history than it portrays the future of my destiny, I didn't get the memo. If it doesn't uplift me, if it doesn't inspire me, if it doesn't encourage me, if it doesn't educate me, I didn't get the, I didn't get the memo. It's returned to sender because when, in the words of Michelle Obama, when they go low, we go high. I didn't get the memo. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.